There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Who Was Right Last Night. This morning we welcome Mark to the program. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, man. How y'all doing? Uh, We're all right. So uh, you actually heard yesterday's conversation on Who Was Right Last Night about Jess being upset that her husband seems to be addicted to fitness equipment and now Dan, I believe was his name, he wants to get a Peloton. He's got that that mirror thing. Oh yeah, and got a, a lot the, going on. He's got already mm-hmm. the bone flex. So you said, wait a minute, uh, hold my kitchen appliance because <laughs> you've got a problem with your wife Michelle that you want to get out here on Who Was Right last night. Yes, she just keeps buying everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, Every appliance under the sun, she has brought. Now, she comes to me. She wants to get a new Ninja Air Fryer, one of the big ones. Okay. So I look at her, and I say, well, honey, you, you have, we got an ice maker. We got a toaster. We got a waffle maker. We just got a new, like, one of those little Ninja grills. So it's just really, really I've heard those deep. are nice. It takes up a lot, of, a lot of space on my counter. You got a lot of ninjas in that kitchen. Yeah. Let's have a big kitchen. She has a ninja blender. She has a curate coffee maker that I just bought. Oh, oh my sounds God. like there's room for a KitchenAid mixer with all the attachments. Uh, pasta Man. maker, meat grinder. How big are your countertops? Seriously, or your storage space. We have a, a, a nice-sized kitchen, but the countertops are, are fairly small. Like It's not that big. We have long counters, but it's like we're running out of space. There's no more space on these counters. Everything up under the cabinets is taken up by the refrigerator, beside the stove, right next to the sink. I don't even have places to dry dishes. No, <laughs> I, I have no place to put a dish rack. So I'm no. just trying to, like, I'm trying to see where she's going to put all of this stuff now. It sounds like it's, she's it's, cooking up a storm, though, and yeah, I need to come yeah, over. She <laughs> she's a very good cook now, but we don't need all these appliances. All you need is pots and stove, you know, pots and pans, you know, and a couple of strainers, and you cook. <laughs> all this other stuff, this is, this is just convenient. Yeah, I'm not understanding this. Like, we don't even use half of it. I feel for her a little bit because I cook dinner on a regular basis for my family. And sometimes I feel like I get stuck in a rut of making the same meals over and over again. And I wouldn't mind trying something different with a new appliance or something. But I don't feel like I'm saving money if I'm spending it on more appliances. We might as well go out to dinner at that point. Sure. Exactly. So Michelle has seems to have a problem. She's trying to justify this thing by telling me you have a solo stove sitting outside, and I'm like, "That's okay, a fire that's, pit." I mean, that's yeah, not that's, even that's one. That's that's one thing. That's yeah, thing. I mean, that's not that's taking everybody. up room on the counter unless I don't imagine it is right. No, I mean, it's an outdoor. Never. It's a smokeless fire pit for God's sake. I think we got a problem for Mark here is that there's no room in the kitchen. It's starting to get a little cluttered and no. crowded. Too many cooks in the kitchen. She gonna tell mm-hmm. you to get out. Look, I don't be in there enough. Like, I'm hardly in there. Yeah, I, I can't. There's no no room for me as is. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you have a closing argument today, Mark? She got to rethink all this stuff, man. 
Okay. No, All right. Well, let's go around the room for the jury. Statman, you're first up. Your team, Mark or Team Michelle? I'm Team Michelle. I'm sorry to say, she does the cooking. It doesn't matter what she's using, and you're eating it, right? The food's good. Yeah, you got a point. So I'm, I'm on her side. I don't care. Keep the food coming. All right, Team Mark. What about you, Ashley? So I live in a household where things are bought all of the time. All the time. And it doesn't stop. And it is chaotic. And, like, the garage is overflowing with stuff. Or, like, we didn't even need this. I'm Team Mark. So you're saying you don't like your pizza pizzazz, Ashley? Uh, I do love my pizza pizzazz. What's a pizza pizzazz? Dude, it's the best. Is it, Nick introduced it? me to the pizza pizzazz. It's like a rotating <laughs> oven. Oh, don't even tell me. Wait, wait, don't let Michelle don't know about that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Your pizza right Uh-oh. in front of your eyes. Cookies, heat up leftovers. Yeah. Mark's going to pass out there. No, don't say that. I don't know. I see both sides of uh, everybody's argument here today. Mark's, I see stats man's point i see ashley's point it's a hung jury today it's a hung jury today and we're gonna go specifically now to 749 b105 and i will allow the b105 audience to take my vote uh is it team mark who just wants some counter space back or team michelle who wants more appliances how does that sound mark that'll be fair Okay. I want to hear what the people got to say. All right, let's hear what they got. And <laughs> yes. in the meantime, enjoy those nice meals she's making you on all those things. Yes, sir. I will. <laughs> okay, 749-B105, you are officially asked to bring it. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? Uh, Mark wants more counter space. He says his wife, Michelle, has every gadget imaginable on the counter. They, she doesn't need any more. They're not even being used. Oh, no. uh, Stat was Team Michelle, his wife. Mm-hmm. You were Team Mark, Ashley. That's right. I said hung jury. I saw all sides of it. So the B105 listeners are going to decide this. And Chris from Fort Wright, you're first. And what do you say? Well, first of all, if Mark and Michelle to begin with sounds like the title for an upcoming sitcom. So God bless them. I think it's all. Yeah. <laughs> but marriage is a thing of compromise. Mark has a good woman. She loves to cook. She likes her gadgets. I know in my situation, I needed a bigger barn for some of my equipment, so I built a bigger barn. Mark needs to remodel the house and build a bigger kitchen or buy that girl a bigger <laughs> house with a bigger kitchen and let her do her thing. Wow. wow. Bigger kitchen. Sounds good. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you. Okay. And uh, another Chris from Lawrenceburg. Uh, you're siding with Michelle? Yes, I am. I've got to have all my cooking appliances. I have actually got a store shelf for all my cooking appliances, my air fryer, my toasters, my George Foreman grill. You've got the space it. for it. You're still rocking the yeah. George Foreman grill. <laughs> still rocking it. Still no. Hey, dude, I'm in that club, man. I, there's no better way to make ghetto than on a George Foreman grill, man. It Bird just it gets all the grease out, gets it crispy. I love it. And now I'm hungry. you oh. got a trophy shelf going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. And I think about Beyonce Hayes because I'm always wanting to go buy new stuff. It's not just on one side of the aisle, then. I love it. Thank you for the call, Chris. All right, thank you. All right, now we got uh, Tricia from Alexandria, and she's also siding with Michelle. Why is that? I think that Michelle needs a bigger kitchen, more space. We heard that uh, he needs to build it for her, but what if he's not handy? You can't just you can't just build a kitchen. Well, you can feed somebody else to build it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, right. That's a good point. Or Scott. maybe sell a few things to help with the remodel. There, appreciate it. Thank you for the call, Tricia and uh, Kayla from West Harrison. Are you a uh, team Mark or team Michelle? Man, we got to decide this thing. I am team Michelle, but Mark needs to 
built her like a shelf in the garage to store her appliances. Aha, uh-huh, oh. a garage shelf. I love that everyone just assumes that Mark can build. I will tell you right now, <laughs> I would not want Officer Nick, I don't think, to build me anything. Yeah. Would, my appliances would be on the ground. <laughs> what was that that just fell in the garage? I don't it's know. so funny. Oh, buying, he can buy her a shelf. There we go. Buy yeah. her a shelf, not build her. I'm like, get her a bigger house. Yeah, that's my least favorite Chris Jansen song, Buy Me a Shelf. I don't know. You know I'm sorry. Top shelf. Hey. All right, thanks for the call, Kayla. Thank you. Well, it looks like uh, the B105 listeners have spoken with my jury vote by a score of four to one. We have determined that Michelle was right last night. That's right. And Chris had called in saying, hey, love the appliances. And Lindsay, his fiance, is like, y'all just played chicken fried a bit ago. Now my fiance wants a deep fryer. (laughs) We're adding to the madness. Don't even go there. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, a lot of us have holiday movie traditions. I know, uh, you know, you want to watch Elf and you want to watch uh, The Grinch. And then there's this one movie that a lot of people have really gotten into here the past few years, Four Christmases. It's Reese Witherspoon. I think Tim McGraw's in that movie where they're having to go to all these different Christmases and Vince Vaughn and everything. And actually, are, are you saying to hold my Christmas tree and my present on that one? <laughs> I'm still like drinking eggnog, ready to play White Elephant again for like the millionth time i have my 700th christmas party tomorrow night oh into the Wait, new year so this, <laughs> celebrating. this is a family christmas party it's my papa jim my dad's dad so this is oh. going to be one week in to the new year basically and you're still celebrating christmas we are. He was out of town, but I mean, it wouldn't even matter. I don't think if he was in town because we do my mom's side, my mom's mom, my dad, just a separate party, my dad's mom, my grandma. I'm sorry. My aunt has a party for all of us. So now we're celebrating with my dad's dad. Joining wow, us now is wow. the man that married into all of this mess, <laughs> Officer Nick. So, Officer Nick, Christmas yeah. is never going to end here. <laughs> Now, and I'm a Christmas guy, um, but it is a lot of Christmas. My family had Christmas Eve, and uh, we were done. So, yeah, we've been done with, with my side of the family since December 24th. So, so this is all new to Nick, because yeah. growing up, he's always had one Christmas party. And I'm like, I come from a long line of divorce. So there's always been parties on top of parties on top of parties. And so-and-so can't be there. And then so-and-so's got to go over here. So this is normal for me. And I just got to say, you're really doing well. Uh, in all well, of this, we did have my grandparents when I was a kid, you know, and, and my grandma June, and she's still here. So we were exhausted actually and didn't even make it to grandma June's Christmas night. Um, because both of us mutually were just, were done by, by that point. So we saw grandma on Christmas Eve and yeah. I, and I don't, I want to choose my words carefully, actually, because I love your family, uh, all of them, but, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it is a lot. The only, Saving grace I have is that we have a lot of white elephant gifts laying around here. <laughs> <laughs> to just keep re-gifting. We're like, take that chicken that, lamp off the table. <laughs> no, That'll I, work. I well, we had to reschedule the Stad family Christmas because that snowstorm that came through oh, in sure. an untimely fashion right before leading into that Christmas weekend. So I actually haven't even seen my mom and given her her gift yet. Oh, my gosh. I know. Wow. I hope she doesn't take down her Christmas tree before I could give her her gift. You better get over there, Because it goes man. on the tree. Oh, oh no. Dude, you better hot <laughs> It over oh, there man. after the show today and take care of that. Yeah. Because, oh. Well, all right. So, Officer Nick, this is going to be your, uh, for my math, and I was trying to keep up, I should have tallied this on a sheet of paper in front of me, seven 
Ashley? I think something like that. I mean, too many. Come on. I mean, so many Christmas plays. Too many that I haven't. I've lost count myself. So, yeah, I don't even even bother thinking about that. Some of these I've had to just work through. I, I wasn't off for all of these parties. I am off tomorrow night for the finale. This should be a great time. The finale. <laughs> the finale. <laughs> hope, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never you know, never, actually right? might have a cousin that, you know, oh, oh yeah, we forgot to get together. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you married into this, like I said, buddy. That's right. Yep. Uh, uh, this is for better, by the way. This isn't the for worse part here. This is a good problem, but uh, yeah. It is a lot of holiday. It is a lot of leftovers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'm, I'm still waiting on the picture because I have it in my mind of what face you made at Ashley when she asked you to put away the Christmas tree with the ornaments on it. I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I yeah. just, I, I could see the, the look on your face, probably what it was. Can you describe it over the phone? Yeah. I'm looking at the tree right now, Dave, and I, I just think she's seen the Grinch one too many times, you know, <laughs> he's the only person that takes a tree like uh, that. Uh, what, you put yours away uh, no, with no, at my, uh, my wife's grandma, she just rolls it into the closet, and when Christmas time comes out, she rolls it right back out. <laughs> when you go to put anything in the closet in July, you gotta move the Christmas tree it's to the side. It's all, it's all wheels. Wow. It is genius. Yes. Alright. Well, hey, well, Ashley, if you're willing to get rid of about 50 pairs of shoes, I'll put it in that closet. Ooh. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. Alright. The Christmas shoes. Boo! Stop it. Hey, Officer Dick, Thank you for protecting and serving and taking care of our girl. All right. Hey, you're welcome. You guys have a good day. And Kathy wrote in on the B105 app. She says, we don't celebrate in, until next weekend. Their Christmas was Friday the 23rd, but got canceled, kind of oh, like yours, Dad. Yeah. The storm. The next day everybody could get together is the 14th. Wow. That's oh good. Jesus days, man. Oh, Merry boy. Christmas. Oh. All righty. Best of luck there. Uh, this is the Big Dave Podcast. Friday morning, B105 means it's time for the sweet and spicy truth edition. And uh, here on January 6th, our first one of the year, and it's all about New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Not just yeah. this year, but of the past or whatever. And actually, you're going to go first here, Mrs. Doing Dry January over there. That's right. That's me. And uh, my question's for Grover. Grover, what New Year's resolution would you never make because you know you wouldn't stick to it? Hmm. Where do I start? How much time do we have? Well, just yeah. explore the room. I have not made a New Year's resolution in years. I just don't buy into that whole thing. And I just, you know, I mean, if you're... Would you say you're pretty set in your ways? Pretty. I am set in my ways. You're I mean, perfect just the way you are. Well, you don't need to change anything, right? Yeah, tell Holly that. Uh, uh, what was the last one you made? <laughs> You know, the last the last thing I said to myself is when I turned 50 that I was going to read more. And it hasn't I'm, worked out. I've utterly failed at you gotta that. you got to be pretty disciplined. You know, yeah. you got to take it really serious and go to extremes sometimes. Like one year, I said, I'm going to give up smoking. So that September, I got in a car wreck and I collapsed a lung and I had to quit smoking. <laughs> Holy cow. Hell of a way to quit but smoking. It yeah. but it took you my till, New Year's resolution. It took you until September to do it. I'll yeah. tell you what. I did. Speaking of that, though, the last cigarette I had was New Year's Eve 2008. What? So that oh, was, was that, that it? Then? That was it. Well, I, but I didn't make it a resolution. I just I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I was looking at turning 40 and I'm like, all right, it's time to stop. I didn't yeah. know you smoked. Yeah. Yeah, see? I didn't. Yeah, well. And now I probably don't even look like someone who ever did, right? No. No, you can't picture that. Can right. You? No, no, no. All right. Grover, who you got? Uh, Statman. Oh, right. What you got? What New Year's resolution do you wish your daughters would make? Oh, man. Where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might be a two-parter yeah, today. Um, was... Jane, your bird, his water. Every time I come home from work, it looks like poop soup. Uh. Change the water in the birdcage every day. Stacy, those clothes... They're everywhere. Um, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if you tuck them under the bed, they're still on the floor. Oh, so, oh. yeah, there. Maybe uh, <laughs> clean your rooms up. That seemed therapeutic for you to... Uh, yeah, to it won't do it, Don. It's not going to change anything, but it feels good. It feels good to get it out. It does go. They're teenage does. girls. Come on. Yeah, you're lucky. That's the worst of your problems right now. Yeah. Oh, we could keep going. We just don't have enough time. We'll stick with the poop soup and the clothes on the floor. Oh. Let's get those two things yes. accomplished in your. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. All right. Uh, my question's for Dave. Okay. What's the longest you ever kept a New Year's resolution, and what was it? Oh, okay. I think it was, uh, you guys knew me. Well, I actually might not have known me then. I, a few years ago, I went serious about losing weight and I actually weighed myself every day and I kept a journal. Yeah. And I lost close to 50 pounds. Woo! Yeah. Well, it's all How much have you gained back? But (laughs) I think I, I did it pretty seriously through about June. And I mean, I I was, I got into it, but then once I kind of hit 50, kind of like Grover and smoking, I was like, ah, just, you know, and then it just kind of, I was like, I'll maintain, but I did. It's hard to maintain. It's hard to maintain. I I wish I'd have kept it going more. Go to your future dates, buddy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) wow. Maybe I would have more future dates if I got back on that. But yeah, I think that was the longest. But like I said, it it only lasted half a year. Uh, Six months. What'd they say? Like 60% of people give up after six months. So you're not alone. But you made it six months. So I'm proud of you for that. Okay. And speaking of the last one here, Ashley, what's the shortest time you ever kept a New Year's resolution? And what was it? It's probably (laughs) a couple years ago when I would say I'm going to do a dry January and then first weekend of January and I'm totaled. You know, I'm like, (laughs) oh, maybe next year. Get another round. Somebody else pay for it. Life's great. It was just never going to stick, and eventually I, I changed my tune a bit after uh, failing several times, but I'd say probably like four years ago when I first started out with Dry January. It didn't you- even make it, I mean, hardly a week. Have you made it a whole month yet doing that? Yeah. Oh, I did. yeah, yeah. I did it last year. I don't remember about the year before that, and I'll make it through this month. So we'll You're not s- making Nick do it, are you? I'm not making him do it. I made him do it last year, and I regretted it because he was so, like, <laughs> I don't know. Ornery. He needed a drink. So yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. He is married to you, so. I know. I know. That's why we got the full cabinet of bourbon. I babes. Ease there. I, I'm not going to make him do anything ever again, really. Grover, could you ever do dry January? I could, I guess. I don't want to. I mean, it's like, I don't think about it, but but I know that, you know, listen, I'm going to be going out next weekend. I know I'm going to drink next weekend, so it's like, and I want to. You know, I know mm-hmm. I'm going to be socializing. You don't want to set yourself up to fail. Yeah. No. I'm at the point, though, I, I really wouldn't feel bad if I did. You know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah. That's why I just said 
I, we started this conversation with, um, I don't do resolutions. Let's come full circle now. Yeah, full circle. Yeah, shorties would probably uh, go out of business. Have to take I, out. Got to help keep their life on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's your sweet and spicy truth. New Year's resolution edition six thirty one. This is the Big Dave podcast. No matter what the weather is, it's always a good time to head out to the Big Bone Lick Double Drive In and catch a flick. You know, uh, pile them all up in the car and head out. And let's find out, like we always do this time on Friday mornings, what's playing out there this weekend. Here we go. Thank you and good day, friends. Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In, where our decorations are down, but our prices are up. Screen one, right now running. Here's a flick about a man who falls victim to the newest improve-yourself craze and decides to jump on the bandwagon and give up alcohol for the first month of the year. And everything's going good till the first weekend comes along, and he realizes how much he misses numbing himself to his worries and woes. <laughs> but not wanting to cheat on the commitment he made to himself, he decides to try something else. Gets a hold of some Mary Jane, wacky tobacco, yeah. or devil's lettuce, <laughs> and convinces himself that he's not cheating by partaking. Don't miss Matthew McConaughey's New Year's resolution. Stay intact. While his dry January goes up in smoke. <laughs> Screen two, right now running. Let's have it. We all watched in horror this past Monday night when Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest on the field. Suddenly, all football fans united and not caring about the game, but rather praying for DeMar and hoping for the best. But before the ambulance was even out of the stadium, one sports network host was tweeting about how important the game is and wondering how it couldn't be suspended. And the next day, a former player, now host and professional idiot, went on the air and basically blamed Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins for the whole situation. Woo-wee! Mm, doggies! You'll be wanting to send your minions after Skip Bayless and Bart Scott when you watch this. And don't miss Despicable E. SPN. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In, where we always say, come as you are, but stay in your car. car. All right. <laughs> this is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, Big Dave Show, short-term memory game, and we got Gary from Dillsboro, Indiana, but you're about to hear a female's voice because how do you spell Gary? Gary? G-A-R-R-I. There you go. I love that. All righty. Hey, can you tell us the two movies playing this weekend at the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In? Oh, Despicable ESPN, Up in Smoke. There you go. Congratulations. You've got a four-pack of tickets to the Cavalcade of Customs at the Duke Energy Convention Center next weekend. Here. I appreciate that. Thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes this morning are coming from Lakeland, Florida. and Well, that's where over 20 years ago, Nick and Shana Day got engaged. This is a big moment, you know, getting engaged. But they're a young couple, so they decided to save a little bit of money. They would move in with Nick's parents. 
Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Did you move in with Nick's parents? I can't remember. I asked. They have a nice finished basement. <laughs> Denied. But, well, Shada and Nick moved in with Nick's parents. And one morning while using the bathroom there, the unthinkable happened to Shayna. She accidentally flushed her brand new engagement ring down the toilet. Oh, no. How did this happen? They'd taken my ring off. It was sitting on the counter. So when I sopped up the water, guess I didn't pay attention very well, snagged my ring in the process and tossed it in the toilet. Yes, yeah, she's uh, wiping up a little bit of a water off the vanity there with some toilet paper and decides, like well, most of us do, I'm just going to throw it in the toilet and flush it on down. Sure, just well, flush it. Her ring was in there. Oh, oh, no. So she did what everybody should have to do next when you lose your engagement ring, and that's get into the septic tank. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. I climbed down into the septic tank with a hose that I had to suck up everything that was down there and they pumped it through a hose over a window screen into a 55 gallon drum so like prospecting for gold she was hoping that the window screen would catch her (laughs) engagement ring but it did not happen oh no luck no luck a septic tank empty no ring to be found now let's fast forward over 20 years to the week before this past christmas nick's parents decided to replace the toilet in that bathroom so they hired a plumber to come out and take care of it for him and nick's dad explains the mirror that happened next plumber unhooked it from the ground and then just dumped it over in the tub to get the excess water out so when he took it out it didn't drip through the house and when he did the ring come out yeah you heard that right the plumber turns the toilet upside down and out comes the engagement ring 20 plus years later i cannot believe landed in the tub (laughs) insane (laughs) now the ring had been kind of hiding in a little bit of a pipe in the toilet that they couldn't reach it was just there for over 20 years. The ring was broken, but the diamond on the ring was still intact. Unheard Perfect of. Perfect shape. After cleaning, the ring was shining just as bright as it did 20 years ago when Nick asked Shayna to be his bride. Here's what Nick's parents did. They didn't tell Nick or Shayna about this. They took the ring and wrapped it in a miniature ceramic toilet <laughs> and gifted it back to them on Christmas morning. Oh, great. Shayna and Nick obviously blown away. That just is absolutely amazing that it's just been sitting there because we had just thought it was gone. To know that everyone cared enough about it and thought it was so cool that they didn't tell us it was an actual genuine surprise. It brought tears to both our eyes. No doubt about it. And now you can find that ring that resided in a toilet for over 20 years back on the finger it belongs on. And that is Shayna Day. So to Shayna, Nick, and his parents, and the plumber. Let's not forget that guy. Thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B-105. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B-105. And this morning we've got Gary. He's a father of two from Lawrenceburg, and he's got those two in the car, taking them to St. Lawrence there, uh, where we've been to a couple of their fish fries, and they're phenomenal. There, Gary, give us that dad joke of the day, buddy. What do the Titanic and the Six Sense have in common? I don't know. What, what do, do the, the Titanic, Titanic and, and the, the Six Sense have, have in common? common? I see dead people. Oh, that's horrible. Good, good one. Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. 
kids are going to get that, but it's still a joke. I was sitting there going, where is wow. that one going to go? But it did it went in a wonderful direction there. Gary, uh, you have a great day. And those two kids going to St. Lawrence, tell them to get an extra sloppy Joe at lunch on us. <laughs> Very well. I sure will. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast. B105.com.